An imaginary world comes to life in a holiday tale of an eccentric toy maker, his adventurous granddaughter, and a magical invention that has the power to change their lives forever. So that's what it's about. Um, <clears throat> Utterly disinterested, but I'm, I'm doing research for the show. And- Christmas schmaltz just shoved up my ass. Good for you! Well, I was gonna, I was gonna bury that fake news. My dog is sneezing because he's allergic to your bullshit. Ah! <laughs> Holy shit! He answered an invite. It's a new day. Yeah, I. This first time it it actually popped up. It I wonder if it doesn't up. go away after the first couple minutes or something, because I did it like three times. Yeah, it, I mean, I literally came into my office with my cup of coffee, sat down, and then up on the screen, invitation, you know, accept or decline. I'm like, that's the first time I have ever seen that on this computer. I'll bet it goes away, because I like invited you to the meeting, invite you to a meeting, and then probably after a couple minutes, it just bloop, rescind, rescinds it. It's like... Yeah, just... Just leave it up there. Yeah, and there is actually, Apple has a new operating system that I updated this weekend, so I, that may even have something to do with it, which, of course, when I did that, I'm like, oh, great. How's how's this going to mess with the podcast? I mean, we're talking, like, new operating system. It's it's not just an update or whatever. So, And, of course, now my computer is acting sluggish since the update. I'm like, oh, oh that's hold because... On. I just got a new... Uh... Notification from Tech Weekly. It says, Apple announces new operating system coming tomorrow. No. Well, I got it. And <laughs> no, it's, no, of course, no, this is a new one. Even newer. Oh, good. Oh, got good. The new oh, one. good. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But, of, of course, it's, it, uh, I'm like, hmm, my computer is running slower than it did. I'm like, ah, my computer is also four years old. They, they do that. that. They do that, you know. Yeah. They do, that, they, they do that with the phones. They make the batteries drain. So you have to get new ones. Yeah, I actually, uh, my kids, they found a 10-year-old little digital camera that shoots video, like crappy video. But So we made a little video this weekend, Hudson making cookies, and then we edited it together on iMovie. And within an hour and 15 minutes, my MacBook Pro was down to 50% battery. I'm like, I would bet that at two hours, the battery would be drained. Two hours on a MacBook Pro. Like, good. That was after the update. Mm-hmm. Thank you. So mm-hmm. I can just tell, like, all of a sudden the battery's not as good, or at least whatever the operating system is, it probably drains the battery more. Whatever. Thank you. Because they want you to buy yeah. a new one. Yeah. Well, other than work, I'm kind of off of laptops. Oh, I've really? I've just had too many. Yeah, I've just had too many break, and you don't have any desktops at all? I used to, but no, anymore. Just she, my, you know, she has... A little MacBook, and then I've got a MacBook Pro. That actually, I had this. I bought this for when I worked at the theater because uh, I just I needed to do a lot of like video stuff to convert stuff to DCP, and so it's a good computer. And it's I just don't like when the battery goes from good to not good in the time span of like literally one major software update. I'm like, okay, so you've made everything yeah. drain more batteries, but hey, buy a new one. It'll run great. Yeah. Only for the low, low price of 
two thousand dollars. Yes. Uh, yeah, with so, the desktops now, I, I'm spoiled because I can get a. I have monitors are easy to come. Any TV you can turn into a monitor, and you can get TVs stupid cheap. So hell, they practically give them away anymore. Uh, you know, you get one that's a couple years older, still has an HDMI port. It's now a monitor, so that saves you tons of money on what you like. You can put more into the machine. I think I spent two hundred and fifty bucks on this desktop. And it's and rocking just fine? It's our podcast editing machine for the last, what, two years? Yeah. Works great. I complain about the updates, but that's only because... Why is my computer running so slow? Mm-hmm. Oh, there's an update. Why, why don't you just tell me? Because when I see there's an update, I go download it and restart and get everything done. And then, boom, she's running crisp again. But that's just part of part of the world you choose. Yep. But yeah, I wouldn't mind having some sort of a desktop, but I do like to just kind of grab my computer and go to the kitchen to sit at the table if I want to, to, you know, keep an eye on the kids or, you know, when I have to go take a shit, I just grab the laptop and head into the bathroom. Oh, you know the drill. Note to self, don't use Eugene's laptop. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Any listeners out there, you don't want to buy my laptop. I can promise you that. <laughs> if this laptop has no soul, no soul. <laughs> Oh, and our buddy Thomas is messaging me on Facebook. Uh, yeah, he sent it to me, too. The TV. Yeah. Yeah, he's pretty excited about the TV. I wonder so. how much you paid for that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, don't don't say on the show. Yeah, I'm not going <laughs> to spoil that bit of news. but I'm always amazed how, how cheap they're getting. Everything's getting on TVs. That's great. Yeah, and it I is. I yeah, moved a 40-plus inch into my office at work. And then I just plug my laptop into that. And oh, and then you can stream stuff through yeah, your laptop? I, so I, yeah. On, well, I put all my work on the big screen. It's just so nice having... You know this. You've had big screens for... Yeah, uh, years. Yeah. No, I mean for your computers. Oh, when, yes, yeah. Back when you had desktop... When you were editing stuff. Yeah. And it's... Once you once you get into dual screens and the, the bigger screen like this one here... I don't even know what it says. It's huge for my office, but it's maybe a 27-inch or so, but it's big on my desk. It's awesome. I love it. And I got this other little crappy flat screen that I think somebody gave me, and I just... I'm in here like the Matrix, baby. I got YouTube running on one screen. I'm farting around on five different social media bullshits, and um, I've actually got so much room on this screen that I can have four or five tabs up on my uh, web browser while I have you over here on the other side in Zoom. And then I've got the, you know, 42-inch over there where I'm watching a movie. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, and at least in my office, I got my TV for my PlayStation and then, yeah, just my laptop that I can just... I'm probably I'm probably just a laptop person at this point. I, I love having a laptop to... If you go on vacation, grab the laptop, throw it in the bag, and boom, I got my computer. Well, we always have one around for vacations and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but as far as going and sitting in the living room while in the evening and farting around, you got kids jumping on you. I get, Dude, I get sacked in the nuts 20 times a day. <laughs> you got dogs jumping up on you. Um, you know, then they're spilling drinks. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. I got, you know what, I got a nice, big, fat Samsung 8 Plus 
that I've mm-hmm. had for I could have upgraded this two times now. That's how long I've had it, and it still works great. Yeah, my Apple whatever iPhone. It's, I think it, I'm one generation behind, but it's it's fine. The battery, of course, doesn't last near as long as it used to. No, I can get a like if I if I leave the house with it fully charged, like for a regular day of work, I'm on my phone a lot. Um, I'm usually pretty good, unless I'm going to be working like a 16-hour day and I got to be on it all the time. But usually, when I'm working those longer days, it's I'm I'm in I'm not on the phone as much um, yeah. in the field. But uh, yeah, a lot of times I don't even have to take a charger with me. I mean, when I get home, it's going to be low, but I just slap it on a charger for a little bit. It's all good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, change over. Come on. <laughs> I'm comfortable in my warm, in my warm, with my warm baby milk. It's <laughs> <laughs> your warm, expensive shit. That, that doesn't hold a charge. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and just, I've got USB-C inputs. Oh, and plugs just, and cables. And everywhere. I mean, I have every single <laughs> orifice on my laptop is currently housed. Something is, something is, is being rammed into all of the orifices in my MacBook Pro right now. All of them. Like, well, headphone. I think I, every single one of mine is full, too. I've got, like... 14 different USB ports that I have various things plugged into. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> I do like that I have figured out how to actually get uh, my my uh, Ethernet plugged into my computer now with, with an adapter, with an adapter, but it works. But, yeah. So there's at least that. So I'm at least not relying on on the Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi. Yeah. I told you, it, it once you plug them in, it's, it's so freaking fast. Yeah, that's another great. thing my desktop has too. My desktop also has Wi-Fi, so if I ever have to unplug it or move it, and I don't have a cable that can reach, it has Wi-Fi. It that's has this nice. little antenna that comes out the back that you plug in. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, that's. I'm sure our listeners are like, um, this has been ten minutes of not bitching, really. Like, yeah, I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me, this last episode, bitching, bitching, and. <laughs> 322s on my desktop, and I looked at the paper today while I was making notes, and I was like, hmm, don't remember a lot about that episode. Oh, oh, oh. so that's that's going to be, yeah, yeah, that's going to be fun. Yeah. Good times. Yep, that was, I was not happy that day. That, well, that was the, uh, (laughs) that was my, uh, my Twitter strikes back day, where... The Empire. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Yep. Yep. I did. I already texted this to you, but I thought I'd bring it up on the show again. And weren't no names. Uh, but. And no names of the websites either, because I don't want anybody to go like, oh, I haven't heard of that. I should go check it out. But there is a migration from like Facebook and Twitter to new social media sites that don't delete posts of truth and don't fact-check true posts and delete them because they don't like it. Um, there's a lot of that going on uh, in... Well, I mean, there's news stories about it, for shit's sake. Yeah. It's not it's not just in our sphere, but there's a couple of other websites where people are going to. And some of the things they say as they say they're going to, I'm like, I... I... Hmm, I, I kind of don't think you understand what that means to have an unmoderated forum. Uh, we've, you and I have been on the internet a lot longer uh, and we, we saw the internet before it was moderated. Do you remember gruesome.com or death.com? Oh or, yeah. 
Augrish.com right now. Yeah. Something like that. But it was like, here's just pictures of people that really died. Like police yeah. photos. And that's all it was. And then, you know, you their comment sections. These people have never been to a dark webish comment section. The other day I was in an, a kind of area where all of a sudden it kind of happened. As usually, I'm not looking for these things. And I mean, it just immediately turned to like, Little emojis of cocks and and vaginas and who uh, who in porn has the best asshole and oh I'd lick that da 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 and it was like they weren't even mad at each other these were people that were just joking around yeah. think about the comment sections where people are mad at each other nah don't edit any of that I'm sure that'll be fine no it's never fine it it turns to shit immediately uh, and and so if you've never seen any of the darker corners of the interwebs yeah. or a comment section on a USA Today article where they immediately, somewhere in there within about 20 comments of any story is somebody, yeah, N-word this or that, and then you, hey, if you want to surround yourself with that, I mean, have a ball. But Yeah, have at it. Uh, they'll, they'll probably most of them will be back. And if not, bye. Yeah, I mean, bye. Go. It just goes back to what I've said before, though. Start your own website, then. Make your own rules. Like these websites have done. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's asinine. It's like, well, well yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to get into that. Uh, we're <laughs> still on, dealing, you're supposed we're, to be bitching. We're, we're still dealing with a, an oversized orange crybaby that, that can't. That can't admit defeat. That so we're we're in what week two now or week three? I don't know. Whatever. So uh, I, yeah, this would be week two. I guess after election day. Yeah, I'm. Let's let's call this real quick just to see how this plays out. I am. I personally think that he will. This is just just betting odds for me. I think that Christmas might be where he hightails it out of there, and you never see him back in the White House. This. And I don't know. Well, I just, he doesn't I, have to leave the White House until like January or something. I know, but I, I wonder if he'll just he'll go down to his Mar-a-Lago bullshit. He'll go down there and he just won't come back. And yeah, there you go. That, I don't. That's, I don't. Do you ever see him conceding or or no, saying that no or saying that uh, uh, or visit going to Joe Biden's inauguration like every no. other president does? Of course, no. he's not going to do that. No, he's a piece of shit. Why would he yeah. do that? Yeah, it, that w- so. I would be shocked. No, he and wouldn't. I I saw a not a story today, but. A quote from Fauci today where he said Trump hasn't been in any of the coronavirus task uh, meetings in several months. But let's support him. Let's have 73 million. I, I don't. My wife and I were talking earlier today. I'm like, I what what are we missing? What are we missing? And the answer is, I don't know. I, it's an so. overblown. It's just a, this year's flu. It's all right. Yeah. So anyway, what do you think? Do you think he's going to make it to January 20th and be drug out or leave on his own? Or what do you think? Are you just going to quietly... It's going to be like it is now, where he's he barely is doing any talking now, is he? He's just yeah, riding he's around tweeting, and tweeting, tweeting and, and saying, tweeting bullshit. <laughs> yeah, and golfing. Yeah, well, that's a given. Yeah. And so I think, I mean, even when he does give a little bit of a press conference, he always... The very first question, no matter what it is, he just turns around and slumps off, all sad and schmoopy. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I, he's worthless, dude. He's, like, he's how big worthless. a pussy are you? It's just oh, snowflake, <laughs> orange pussy. So, oh, when, he started running out of hair dye too. Did you see that? Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah, yeah. Now, put putting on the uh, orange spray. I want to just see how just how rat ass ugly you truly are. 
I hate him. I don't. Anyway. I, I don't want to see him anymore. Mm. I would Not be very, if he would go down to Mar-a-Lago and can we all stop writing stories about him? Yeah. And somebody else made a very good point too. Uh, oh, oh, two good points here. Why are are the all the news sources that are all the super liberal ones gung ho on only interviewing Trumpers? We all kind of know he lost at this point. Can we? Yes. So why don't we talk about what we want Biden to do and talk to his supporters and let these people flake off? Yeah. Quit at giving this point, them give, a, a give him zero, zero. Yeah. Don't. In fact, in my opinion, don't even bring up his name. I would love. I think that would make him even more furious if all of a sudden they wouldn't even say his name. He's done. He, well, if you look at my Twitter, I stopped saying his name because I don't want it to be. I just don't want it. I just don't want to give him any more clicks or any more attention or searchability or anything. Yeah. Just I make up something, you know, Cheeto Man or something. But uh, yeah. oh, what was the other good quote I read today? Oh, the, this was the best one the other day. Stop comparing Donald Trump to Satan. Okay. Mm. Look, the guy is evil, but he's not Trump. <laughs> uh, Ice tea. Yeah. Ice tea. Ice tea said that. Yeah. I uh, laughed out loud. Oh uh, yeah. Because I think I've yeah, I've used Orange Satan many, many, many times. Um, <laughs> until I got taken down. <laughs> oh, I got taken down, baby. <laughs> I mean just Well, we can't have that kind of shit on the internet. Yeah, yeah. Trust me, yeah. we got to clean up the internet. That's that's going to be that would be the that honestly would have been my most uh biggest fear if he had won re-election. Let's clean up the internet. Oh, really? Like Yeah. Oh, yeah. Institute policies and they're not supposed to be able to say shit like that. He was already trying to do shit like that. Hell, Hillary, Hillary Clinton tried to do the same thing in the 90s with restricting mm-hmm. Rush Limbaugh and stuff. Yeah. Well, I, I you know, as much as I'd like to say I wish the guy would Choke and the end right now, I, but, I, you know, free speech. Nope. <laughs> we, we must let him carry on for a while longer uh, to yeah, ease our pain. Yeah. Conspiracy. Oh, it's, I don't hear a whole lot of talk about it from the Trumpers on that I've known or that I usually have been shouting so loud for the last four years. I don't hear a lot of conspiracy talk. Do you think that they realize Trump officially has been beaten, or do you think that... Either that, or they've just given up, or they're just slinking away, or... Mm-hmm. I don't oh, know. I love the videos. I love to see the videos online of, like, people secretly filming the, the, their neighbor, their Trumper neighbors taking down their, their stupid big flags and taking stuff off their tr- their trucks, and their one... I, I'm sure, I'm not sure if you saw it or... or or not, but there was one video of this guy that he had a trumpet and he was doing the dun, 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 <laughs> uh, 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 and the neighbors could hear it and they were rolling up their Trump flag and you could, you could tell they were furious. They were furious at him and I just, oh, <laughs> just, just, just made my heart swell with joy. <laughs> oh, and they turned around and just stomped back into their house. It was great. Eugene's black heart of hate had one little, one little pixel of whiteness. Yeah. Oh, it's Grinch. It's, it's Grinch worthy. Just, <laughs> Uh, but I am back on Twitter, by the way. Just uh, <laughs> oh, well, I took I mean, both I'm... of our I took both of our handles out of the movie freaks description. Okay, good. Yeah, it would have been weird with just mine in there anyway. Yeah, but... I'm I'm Black Ops now, baby. <laughs> oh well, friend me or something. Follow and... me or something. 
Uh-oh, I can't be connected? Nope, somehow, through investigating, like, oh, that's who this is. Oh, we found you again. So I'm <laughs> just going to Robert Redford my way real deep into the old Twitterverse. <laughs> I'm spy game, I think. So, okay, or sneakers or something? I don't know what yeah, we're going with there. both, both. <laughs> I do. I do. I click on yours though. I every now and then I'm like, oh, let's see what you're up to. I'm like, okay, so I'm kind of, kind of okay. stalking, stalking you, but I don't, I don't thumb up it. I'm like, oh, I don't want any traces back to. I understand. Sudden... I'm not. I'm not looking for likes anyway. It doesn't matter if I get three or four on one. It's amazing. All of a sudden, I've, satellites I've a... in space are turning. And yeah, right, right. Digital. I've had a yeah. couple though where I commented like on a celebrity's thing, and then I got like. 150, and I was like, ooh, <laughs> that's like trending for me. Yeah. Yeah. Trending for me is uh, one or two people from your neck of the woods that are like, oh, flagged. <laughs> that's uh, trending well, for me. <laughs> well, what was the good tweet I shared today from Stephen Hofstetter? He said, that's fine if your morals are still from the 1950s, but you should also be required to use the technology from the 1950s to spread it. Mm, so if perfect. you have a you have a tweet you want to put out, hit that typewriter, baby. Yeah, and I agree. Yep. And then Pony Express that to all your friends yep. across the United States of America. Make, make a make a hundred, make five copies, and send it to every one of your friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> See that that that's where the smoke pours out the ears until you don't know how to respond to that. Well, uh, yeah, but. We need to go back to how we used to be. Okay. Oh, you don't want it to be fair for everybody. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. There's a word for going back to how it used to be. It's called regression. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That pretty much sums up the Republican Party to me, in in my opinion, is mm. that. that. It's not progressive, uh, it's regressive. I think regressive. they put that, that auspice on themselves to just get the votes of the people that yes. actually want that. They're actually fat cat millionaire billionaire. You're you're piece absolutely of right. Shit. Yeah, they, yeah, you are right. Uh but they they know what part of the country to tap into. We can't have universal health care. That's socialist. I mean, we the politicians do, but it's yeah, no but, good for you. Yeah, for and you guys. We can't have abortions. We got to take that away and we're not going to have that. Mm, gee, I wonder if they'll have doctors that'll give them mm-hmm. abortions. Yeah, I think they'll be okay for their mistresses and stuff. Yeah. It, it's like me just standing in front of a brick wall and just arguing. That's... I know. That's why I don't do it. Because <laughs> we're both kind of in Cold Wars right now, because I know I am. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. Indeedy. Yep. Maybe I, I always... I, I should always say, every time I have thoughts like that, um, I need to say... You know what? Maybe not. Maybe, you know, I've been really busy lately. Everybody else could be really busy lately. Maybe nothing. Don't, so don't, don't, don't argue with people in your head because it makes you hostile towards them before you even see them. And that's not fair. So I have to work on that a lot personally because with our text conversation, uh, was it last night? We were talking about, well, then I'll say this, and we'll say this, and then we'll say this, and we'll say this. That's the way that I am able to appear somewhat quick-witted at times. I'm not. It's just that I sit around and I'm stuck in my head so much as a psychopath having arguments with people before they even happen. 
that, okay, well, if they say this, I'm going to say this. And if they say that, then I'd say that. And then I just, after I'm done reading the play and practicing in my head, I just walk on stage and perform it. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> oh, but I, I am the same way. I, I mean, I woke up this morning at four in the morning, just woke up angry, just woke up like, Twitter not fair I mean my Twitter feed should like make you happy right oh yeah I like your Twitter I just I I don't like it I don't like knowing that I'm being stalked online like yeah I want to be invisible I just I I don't want don't know me don't don't know me people other than this podcast there but nope Uh, you're you're not the only one you're not the only one. If if you want to see the difference, look at the difference between my Twitter feed and my Facebook feed. That's a world of difference. Oh, it is. And, and see, I, I assumed that that would also relate to me, that I could do that too. <laughs> uh, well, there's one big problem with that. You put your full name right oh, on I know, there. I know. You just put a... I mean, I... You I just got Weaver 1. <laughs> <laughs> I always say that you... Uh, it's in my Twitter by whatever. Don't respond to nameless cowards. And that's both an order and a creed. When I post something or I post on something and some John 74285 oh yeah, go fuck yourself, you stupid... I don't even respond. You don't get any of my time. You don't have your... I'll go click on his thing. If there is no information about him, you're you're just an egg. You're a Twitter egg. You're nobody. If you don't put your name on it, you're a fucking coward. So... I don't have, like, my full damn name on there. But in about three clicks, uh, you could find me. You could yeah. find this podcast. You you could figure it out. It's not that hard. I'm and for not me, it was, I was loud and proud right oh, out the gate. You, here's my social security <laughs> number. Here's my <laughs> email address, home phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I remember when I signed up for Twitter, which was a while ago, I, I'm i like, okay, well, Eugene Weaver won. Fine. I, I'm not going to be on here anyway. Well, then the more... Like especially recently, I'm like I really like Twitter. I I yeah, just I like to bam 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 and just I don't know. It just seems like it's way more active by everybody than Facebook. Yeah, well, part of that is is millennials going over there, and part of that is our community and the people that we know, the circles that we run in. For Facebook, you know, it's mostly for family and uh, whatever. I. Every once in a while, I'll pop onto Facebook, and if there is a inordinate amount of bullshit or political posts from family and friends, I'm like, okay, it's time for me to change it up. And I get on there, and I come up with something that I, I think is witty or funny or movie-related, and nothing, no politics, just... The only arguing I'm going to get about this post is, I didn't care for that movie as much. Fine, we can go on about our lives. But then I roll over to Twitter, and it's like, Fuck that orange maggot piece of shit, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. And then the next day I might delete it because I'm like, ah, it wasn't really that funny. It's just venting. <laughs> and that's what, that's what I, that's what Twitter was for for me is I just vent. That's where I go to do confession, but mm, mm, mm. push it down, baby. Just push it way down. Yep. Let her fester into let a her... good mental illness. Yes. Yep. Ulcer, here we come. Yeah. <laughs> Are you ready for the roulette? Can we get yes, on? Yes, Just, please. please. Okay. <laughs> I'm Eric. And I'm Eugene. And 
dot weaver one dot three three. Yeah, I'm the Eugene dot weaver one uh, Twitter handle. <laughs> Not anymore. Not um, anymore, noob. And here's the roulette. It's time to spin the wheel of the movie roulette. We dive in the ocean of cinema and try and find those gems in the rough. On this episode of the roulette, it is Outpost Black Sun up against the Atticus Institute, which I I assume the dice picked. Again, yes. I, I don't remember. Okay, yeah. well, congratulations, you're up first. Tell us about the Atticus Institute. Yeah, the ten Atticus. out of ten winner. Oh well, let's see. What? Let's here we go. Let's find let's, out, shall let's we? Let's go to the scoreboard. Yep, 2015, an hour and 23 minutes. The story of a 1970s psychology lab in Pennsylvania. Ah, Pennsylvania. Woohoo! Where a case of demonic possession took place. This is a Kind of, sort of found footage, uh, but not really a documentary. It's almost like a um, the whole thing is done with, hey, we're documenting our research here in our in our laboratory. Um, they're doing the uh, oh the stuff like in the the first Ghostbusters where uh, where they're doing the, the flashcards. Yeah, and you're supposed okay. to guess. Yeah, you're supposed to guess what's behind the card. So they're doing that, and <clears throat> they happen to stumble across a woman that can actually do that stuff. And they're like, "Oh, great! This is awesome. Let's let's uh, do more tests." Well, it turns out she's actually possessed, and uh, hijinks ensue. Ensue. Uh, mild spoiler here: the the military get involved because this is kind of an institute type thing, and they're like, "Well, we need to be involved in this as well." Um, you know, if it wouldn't be for this, the, the glut of these types of movies, this was pretty good. There was a couple of good scares, um, moved pretty good. It got way too far-fetched in the end to where it's like, it was cool. I know why they did it. I know why they went there, but it's like, it, you're, you're leaving. You're leaving. He's leaving. He just... Got up and walked out. That's how much he cares about my review. Just headphones down and got up and left. I Welcome to Movie Freak. I am your host, Eugene Weaver, and I shall continue reviewing Atticus Experiment. And, um, yeah, I'm sorry about that. I There must have been something I said that just didn't quite click with him. So he's, he's heading over to parlor, folks. Um... Find his happy space over there. Oh, he's back. All right. That was interesting. Oh, there's like kids playing right outside my office window, but there's nothing outside my office window. There's five feet of grass and the road, and they're just like lingering right there. Not my kids. Mm. I, I don't know, but I see it picking up on the recording, and I'm like, go away. You got all this yard and all these toys all on the other side of the house, but... Right by your house. <sighs> oh, so, so the I final think, score was? Oh, uh, I think... Uh, let me see here. I want to say three out of five. Uh, I mean, I, I was never bored. It, it was fine. Um, I mean, it gets completely ridiculous towards the end. But it was cool. I'm like, this is cool. But I'm like, you're... This is so out there that... Okay. So, I, I, honestly, it was... Kind of science fictiony with just the whole, I don't know, paranormal type. I don't know. It, right. it was good. It was fine. It was. It you know. It was. It was roulette. You you picked the bronze medal. So 
I what? you know I didn't pick anything. No, you picked the bronze medal, which I I'm not gonna no, no, criticize no, 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 you. No, 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 I mean, that was the die. The die well, chose. And yeah, you but you ro- you rolled the die, so you and the die both. Decided so you watched you the other two. You said you were gonna watch all three, probably. Uh, what were the other ones? Oh my god, they were that. That's how good the picks are. Let's <laughs> see here, abominable. And Freaks, You're One of Us. Um, <laughs> uh, Freaks, You're One of Us. <laughs> um, so I might, I I might review that later. Medal. I picked the silver medal at this point. Uh, uh, uh maybe. <laughs> uh, it depends on if you want to hear that. So Freaks, You're One of Us. Ah, uh, yeah, I'll review it later oh, on. Oh, of course. Why not? Why wouldn't... Yeah. Why, what's... Well, what's I was going to... back. I mean... I was going to... I was going to bury that fake news. <laughs> Outpost, Black Sun, the year is 1945, the closing stages of World War II, and a German scientist by the name of Clown to Mark of a Frightening New Technology that has the power to create an immortal Nazi army. That was mostly the first movie. I think there was a flashback to the first movie. Uh, and then this picks up a little bit later in time, and some granddaughter of something is trying to hunt down the something, and so she hunts down this Nazi guy in a nursing home and gets a ring from him, which is a clue. So she goes to Germany and then, or maybe they were in Germany. I don't know. And then, um, she meets up with these other people who are like, what are you doing? Why do you have this ring? And she tells them about the Nazi army and zombies and stuff. And they're like, we know we're hunting it too. And then they go kind of walk through the woods and talk a lot. And then they, bump into some other guys that have a bunch of guns and they're like, what are you doing? And why do you have that Nazi ring? And they're like, well, we're trying to find this outpost that has the Nazi things. They're creating stuff. And they're like, Oh, us too. So let's join up with you as well. Sure. Glad we talked about this fellas. (sighs) Let's get back to walking through the woods a little bit. And you know, every now and then there's, they come across one of these zombie Nazi things, which is cool. And it, Oh, right off the bat, accelerator media, Mm. big, big warning signs. Um, so then they get into this outpost and the film kind of picks up from there and it doesn't look like any other accelerator movie that you and I have seen. It looks like, yeah, in a good way. It looks like it has a budget and so they keep wandering the halls and occasionally they run into the kind of these witchy looking zombie things that kind of control some of the minions and then they shoot them and. Then they kind of wander around there and talk some more and keep looking and then they shoot some more and then they eventually get to like the center of it and then there's this big huge dude and he's hooked up to this electricity machine or something and he can like shoot electricity out of his hands but he's kind of a prisoner and he only shoots it at the immortal zombie things and then they just kind of are human or then they die. Um... <laughs> I, I paid a buck for it on Blu-ray. I threw it in the box to go for trade-in because... Actually, I put it on my shelf at first, and I was like, you know what, I'm probably not going to watch that again. So I put it in the box for trade-in because I could probably get more than a buck for it. So why not? Uh, free free viewing. It was fine. Here's the real problems, okay? Way too fucking long. 101 minutes. Mm. No, oh. no, 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 no. Especially when... 30 minutes of your runtime is just walking around and chit-chatting about shit we already know and wandering through woods and hallways. It looks good, but get on with it. 
the next thing that we could cut a bunch out, got all these paramilitary dudes, you keep seeing the zombie things, you know they're zombie things, you see what they're doing, we've been through this, you've killed a bunch of them, yet every time you see one come around a corner, or you see them come into the end of the hallway, what do they do? Shots to the chest, shots to the chest, while you scream. That happened ten times in this damn movie. It was like, you see they die when you shoot them in the head. You can clearly see they're zombies. But instead, oh, oh, bop, 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 or they take out two pistols and they're like, oh, bang, 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 bang. Every shot is like chest, 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 chest. It's like, morons. It would be one thing if you're in the process of running away and you're kind of flailing to shoot, but they're standing face to face and ten feet away and, oh, we could cut that out and move on to the next scene. The electric guy was cool, whatever. Worth a watch. I think you should give it a watch, especially if you can pick it up to Dollar Tree for a buck. Yeah. You might like it. You might want to put it, keep it on your shelf. But for me, I was just disappointed because you could easily cut 20, 30 minutes out of this movie, get it down to like 80 minutes. And it'd and, be pretty and it'd rock be tight. It'd be, it'd be perfectly fine. C- cut out some of that extra just wandering around and bullshitting. So frustrating. Anyway, there you go. Outpost Black Sun. Okay. Well, I might give that one a shot sometime. I'll sell it to you for two bucks. Plus shipping. Oh, oh, what a deal. Uh, (laughs) Well, if I'm going to trade it in, I got to get something for it. Yeah. yeah. Um, For me, uh, first up, uh, this is going to be probably, well, yeah, it's, um, here's my first rock solid pick. Piercing on Netflix, 2018. (laughs) Uh, this is Christopher Abbott and Mia Wazakowski. Oh, yeah, Wazakowski, you had it. Oh, perfect, good. Uh, a man kisses his wife and baby goodbye and seemingly heads about away on business with a plan to check into a hotel, call an escort service, and kill an unsuspecting prostitute. Uh, so there's that. That's, yeah, that's a Netflixer. And next up is Blood Vessel. This is a Shutter movie. Oh, I love the new operating system. It doesn't let me, like, you know how you can kind of drag, like, move your, move different screens around, like, different, different yeah. windows that are open. It doesn't like to do that as much now anymore. It's like, mm, do it, try it a couple times, and then I'll move for you. Fuck it. Uh, blood Vessel. 2019, now <laughs> and 33 minutes. Justin Dix directed this. Um... Uh, lifeboat survivors board a German boat that's crawling with vampires during World War Two. Huh? That might it's, be pretty... it's not crawling. Yeah, it's probably. Warm. Oh, I was watching something on YouTube, and of course, because I did research on your movies, so that I could pick oh. one nice for you. I didn't look at trailers because I'm not I'm not a moron, but uh, of course, because I searched it on IMDb, then that's the commercial that I get on YouTube, uh-huh. and so I watched the trailer for this. Don't watch it. It gives away the entire movie. Okay. Uh, lastly, a... Uh, oh, actually, the IMDb is a different title than what it is on uh, uh, in Shudder, but it's... Oh, I can't move my screens. Um, Malasana 32? That's the one. 32 okay. Malasana Street. There's a Mexican movie. A family moving to a new house to live the dream of the big city. A house where dreams turn to nightmares. This is probably an Amityville horror type thing. So there's my three, I mean, uh, eeny, meeny, my mo. they're all going to be awesome. Oh, really? Tough guy. 
Oh. So you, you want the one that's under 90 minutes or the one that's an hour 44? Okay, oh, uh, on my side, we've got American Commandos, a group of Vietnam vets. These are all on VHS, by the way. And I'll show you the covers, just so if it affects your decision. A group of Vietnam veterans, hmm. see here, there we go, are sent to Southeast Asia to destroy drug, smuggle, uh, dr drug smuggling operations in the Golden Triangle. When they get there, they find that many of the drug gangs are run by other Vietnam vets. Okay, number one, let's get number two up here. Blind Vision, Ned Beatty is William, a lonely mailroom employee is obsessed with Leanne, a beautiful secretary in his office who also just happens to live in the apartment opposite his. At home, he spies on her with his telephoto lens camera, and one night he sees her having sex with another co-worker from the office, Greg. Shortly afterwards, Greg is murdered and Leanne begins to suspect that William might have done it. Hmm, okay. And lastly... Uh, The Mission, uh, from 1986, starring De Niro, Jeremy Irons, Adrian Quinn, Liam Neeson. 18th century Spanish Jesuits try to protect a remote South American tribe in danger of falling under the rule of pro-slavery Portugal. And this is one that, for me, I always saw this cover on the VHS store, and I never got around to seeing the movie. So I picked it up. I thought, eh, De Niro, maybe. There you go. Hmm. Okay. Um, well, yeah, why don't you go ahead and pick mine? No, you're up first. Oh. Um, ugh. Um, <laughs> De Niro. Ew. <laughs> uh, American Commandos. That might be good. <laughs> the cover was cool. I figured that's what you'd pick. Okay. And coming your way is Blood Vessel. Okay. Yeah, of the three, I was like, piercing. Yeah, I'm surprised you picked that one, and that might be subtitled as well. Like, yeah, I mean, family drama or some thriller. And then Blood Vessel was like, oh, that sounds kind of cool. And then I accidentally watched, well, most of the trailer, but don't. It's just a... Okay. It's a minute 45 version of the entire movie, and I was like, yeah, that might... Hold up, and, my, and the other one is ghosty house stuff. Hour forty-five. Get off my no. no. <laughs> and subtitled on that too. Uh. So there you go. Uh, next episode, it will be American Commandos up against Blood Vessel. I like this. I like yeah. this. I'm not. I'm not kidding. That that trailer. I was like, I would watch oh, that. That that was. I, yeah, I for... want to try and do research on your picks, and. As long as there's one that I'm kind of interested in, it'll get picked. But if not, the die will choose your fate. <laughs> and I'm I will go down say, to the basement and dig out my three-sided die somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> I, for what it's worth, though, of the three there, um, I mean, the mission is probably your safest pick. But American Commandos, that's something that I would definitely spend entirely way too much money on on Scorpion Code Red and that's, Syndrome. And that's why you should be happy that I'm doing some going through some of my VHS because I'm previewing. <clears throat> the movies that they're going to make you spend 30 bucks on. Mm -hmm. You know that you spend a quarter on. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. In fact... Uh, 10 cents. I mean, yeah. you, tell me that's not a vinegar scorpion. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I would on. totally buy that. In <laughs> fact, I, uh, I'm i halfway through Death Before Dishonor from Scorpion. Oh. <laughs> and you have the VHS. You reviewed it a couple weeks ago, I think. Oh, did I? 
Yeah, you were like, oh, it's very military, military, military. <laughs> okay, well, there's several of them sitting over there that I'm sure are exactly the same. Yeah. Oh, and it happily, um, if I did, I think I did. But it's been so long that I would have no opinion on it. I actually think it, it was VHS days that I watched it. I know that Ennio, Ennio Morricone, I think that he did the score to it. I think. All right, Juan, uh, 1986 Cannes Film Festival Best Picture Award. Nice. And seven Academy Award nominations. And won an Oscar for Best Cinematography. And I'm sure the uh, full-screen VHS is really going to showcase oh, that. Oh, that thing's going to rock. <laughs> <laughs> All right, American Commandos. I'm fine with it. Where did you get that, by the way? That that feels like a hard-to-find... American uh, Commandos, where did I get that? Ah, uh, I can't remember. I can't remember. I remember that... I think I got this at the same time that I got, like, five other things. Like that Tiger Warsaw, Taipan, Savage Dawn, The Revengers. Like, I, I just stopped at some rando thrift store or something and just hit a tiny little jackpot. Because, yeah, I'm looking at... Oh, that cover's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. Look at it. New updates from the from the school. <sighs> this was our first day of full at home schooling, and and we're gonna have a. I got the, I got the scheduling last night at like seven thirty. Oh, it's like, come on, man! And they said, okay, we're gonna have a you know a Google Meet meeting at ten a.m. and we'll have another one at one p.m. And then on Tuesdays, it's 10 a.m., 1 p.m., and 3 p.m. You know, fine. So then I get up, and I'm trying to get this shit set up and get ready while I'm trying to work from home. And I get a message from the teacher. It's, uh, I don't have any internet from the storms the other night, so there's just not going to be a 10 a.m. class. I'm like, all right. And, and on top of that, the other program isn't working either. I'm like, all right. Those were the last messages I received. Oh. Then comes, oh, I got my internet back. That was the next message. I got my internet back so we can do the 1 p.m. one. It's like, good, okay. She got him set up, and she's like, hey, why weren't you on the 10 a.m. one? Because the last message I received said it wasn't working. Oh, well, yeah, he still could have been on. On what? You said it's not working. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So now, are you officially the teacher at home now for a bit? I'm, I'm, no, I'm just kind of facilitating getting their stuff going. But it's, I still got to go to work sometimes, too. And it sounds like DeWine's going to start shutting some shit down here again. So, and I was sick all fucking weekend with a cough, upset stomach, and a couple of nights I had a fever. Should I be going into work and no. hanging out with people? Especially when half the time I go in there, I don't see anybody. I go into my office. I'm alone all day. I go home. I can work from home. And I told that to the... I told them. That's my plan. And they were like, hmm. And I was like, hmm. <laughs> <clears throat> I, I just don't see the point. Yeah. I, do you think that... Not to get on a rabbit trail here, but I, do you think that... We're going to be back to gyms shut down and 
Oh yeah, that's. I mean, theater is shutting down. Which, I mean, either one. Like I, I don't. Currently, I'm not going to martial arts because I, I don't trust it. I do not trust it. I as much as I want to, I'm like I. It's not worth me. That's that's just rolling the dice. Like, and everybody keeps telling me, well, aren't you Superman? You had it, so you should be good. I'm like, they don't even have a vaccine yet. So yeah. nobody knows. They've said they don't know how long the antibodies last. They said, well, they'd be at least six months. And I was like, I was sick in, a- sick in April. That was seven months ago. Yeah. I can't get this shit again. And I don't mean like, I'm Superman. I can't get it again. No, I mean, I don't want to get this shit again. It was fucking awful. And it, for the last week, that's how I felt. And not like full on, but so much sleeplessness in the last week to where then I start getting sick again. I, we've been through this a million oh, times, I know. but yeah. I, I'm so tired. I can't breathe and fucking drainage and then my stomach and I'm not doing it again. And yeah. so that's why when they're like, oh, you can come in. I'm like, <laughs> I'm an email or a phone call or 15 minutes away. I can be there in 15 minutes. So... I haven't even told him that the school shut down. I haven't, I haven't talked to him in a week and a half. Really? Yeah. I'm gonna. I gotta go to the. I gotta go there tomorrow to drop some stuff off. And Wednesday, I'm planning on being there because I physically have to be. I gotta go through some files and dig up some papers and on people and stuff and things and policies and. So I have to be there. Okay, I'll be there with my mask on and with everybody else. Other than that. Nope. Sorry, but I, they shut down the school, so, and I'm the most flexible person. I, I don't, we're trying not to give it to the grandparents, so we don't want them to come in babysit and try and deal with all the school stuff. <laughs> well, that's one thing with us, is we are far enough away from grandparents that they don't... Not a possibility. Yeah. Well, ours are 10, 15 minutes away. Either direction. Yeah. But whatever, whatever. Yeah. And we're about to have a snafu over Thanksgiving, I think. But then uh, I was contact. My dad texted me and was like, yeah, we changed. We're going to do this instead. And I was like, that's much better. Because I, I didn't I didn't bring it up or say anything, but it was like, it might have just been me going to Thanksgiving. Oh, really? I, yeah. Oh. Just because they were having people come in from out of state. And oh. I was like, mm, oh, it's much smaller than we normally do. It's like, great. There's 50 people instead of 75. Yeah. That are all from different states with 12 kids. Oh, no. In a, t- in, in a house where everybody is shoulder to shoulder. <laughs> yeah. So that's not happening. We're, we're just down to uh, our small circle that we've all been around each other enough, so... Yeah, it is what it is. Yep, and we're going to be up here by ourselves. Yep. So. Good! Good yeah. for you! Yep. Man, my timeline is doing that same thing it did last episode. Like the one yeah. bar is leading the other. Ah, it still seems to be making waves. Hello, check, check. It's all showing up. It's just delayed a second. Whatever. We'll keep rolling. Uh, okay. We wrapped up the roulette. And bitch sesh part two. Yep, yep. 
Now bitch about movies again a little bit. Yeah, you're up first, <laughs> sir. Freaks, you're one of us. The other surefire pick, right? Oh. This, was this the gold or was this the silver? This was fecal. Um, this wins the fecal award. Uh, let's see. Freaks, Du bist ein von uns is the German title of this movie that wants to be X-Men, maybe, but with not much money behind it. And oh, Did, did this have anything to do with that movie called Freaks that I watched? Um, I don't. Th- I don't. There was think. one on the roulette that I watched called Freaks. I'm pretty sure of it. And it, I, I think I said too, it wanted to be a. Uh, this is a German X-Men movie. Thing. What year did it come out? 2020. Oh, okay. This came out in 2018. Remember with Emil Hirsch and uh, they were in a house. And they were trapped in this house. and People were trying to get them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You got you gave that, that one a, a pretty no, good. No, that was a good movie. That was a yeah. good movie. You should check it out for sure. But this is like. Oh my goodness, this was bad. Uh, granted, I watched the dubbed version, uh, but that, which did no favors, but good God, this was awful. Oh, just awful. It, it, hour and 32 minutes and it just drug on and on and on and nope. So those looking on Netflix thinking, hmm, that might be something, it's not. Just trust me on that, it's not. I'm just trying to see if it's related to that at all. I, I almost can guarantee you'd like that Freaks movie that I watched. I probably would, yeah. I think our buddy TJ watched it and he liked it. Yeah, it's not like a 10 or anything, but it was quite entertaining. Great special effects. Wild premise. Yeah, this there's no wild premise here. This was strictly a an X-Men ripoff with not much money behind it. Oh, God, I hated that movie. I'm, I'm, re- I'm trying to read the synopsis to see if it... It doesn't... I mean, I'm not seeing any connections. That's weird. How do you have two movies called Freaks? Ah, whatever. Yeah. Okay. Um, And then also... uh, You know what? I'm going to talk about the movie I watched last night. Unhinged with Russell Crowe. Oh. I've been hearing some positive on that, which surprises me. I didn't think it looked good. Yeah. um, The first half was spot on. I'm like, this is a good movie. Like, this is... They fully embrace the R rating. And by the way, the movie is basically about a road rage taken to the absolute extreme. But therein lies the problem is... I'm not going to spoil the movie because it's a pretty new movie, but they go too far to where 99.99... People wouldn't do this. There are certain things in the movie towards the end that I'm like... Okay, now we're now we're borderline fantasy land here. This is ridiculous. But I think my expectations were low enough to where I'm like, I don't care. I'm still having fun. Without the end credits, I think this movie was barely an hour and twenty minutes. I like that. They no no fat on this thing. It was lean, mean, it's I mean, it picks up pretty quick. And very quickly I'm like, okay, this is in firm R-rated territory, which I really liked that. I think Russell Crowe was great as as the the crazy guy. Our uh, lady hero, she was. I thought she was great. She was she great actress, and she did a really really good job. Actually, the whole cast did really good. It was just, I think that they they went a little too far. And I here's the thing. Sometimes you should watch this, but I don't know if like 
If they would have kept this a little bit more car-based, I think I would have liked it better, but it's kind of spoilers here, I guess. They they take it outside of the car, cars, by the midway point to where it's like, there's some on-foot stuff, and like, and now we're turning into, not a slasher, but home invasion almost. And Didn't that one movie, oh, from years ago, before Captain America was Captain America... Didn't he do a movie that was kind of similar? Although he was kind of the hostage of the car and he was trying to race across town. And then I think Kim Basinger was in that. And then it was pretty interesting while he was in the car and racing all over the town and stuff. But then at a certain point in the third act, all of a sudden it was, now we're on foot and in the house and stuff. Yeah, I was just like, yeah. That's what happened here. But but having said that, I... Hour and 20 minutes, I mean, we bitched so much about movies being too long. This was not too long. It embraced the R rating. The cast was good. It was just, I didn't quite like the third act. But it, for a, for a, this would have been a great roulette, by the way. This would be. Where is it? Is it on Amazon Prime or something? Amazon Prime. Well, I rented it. So it's on Amazon. You can rent it on Amazon Prime, Vudu. Uh, I think Vudu might still be purchase. Uh, I'm like, nah, I'm not going to purchase that. But I've been Amazon wanting to Prime watch this. in like two weeks. Yeah, so I'll just pay for it now. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, but it, and by the way, and no offense to, you know, as far as, I don't think I've ever seen Russell Crowe this big. Like, I'm wondering, did he get this big for the role or is he just getting that big? It, uh, you'd have to ask him. Ah, it fit the character, actually, but I was, I mean, because he's gone from, you know, muscular, you know, gladiator to, I don't know, it just, he... Yeah, but his, every time his, I see Mel Gibson, he's he looks like he's the guy who swallowed Mel Gibson from the previous movie. I, yeah. <laughs> but boy, he's, he fit the part, I will say that. So this may have been a, a choice to bulk him up, but, um, man, it, good movie. Cool. Back to you. All right. So I've been rewatching a lot of shit that I haven't watched in uh, quite a while, so uh, I'm not going to spend too much time on a lot of these. Uh, but just going through Amazon Prime, and I'm like, ah, I haven't watched that in a while. I should give that a watch. So Stargate. Have you seen this in a... Oh, when was the last no. time you watched that? DVD. Many, yeah, many, I, many years ago. I still... I don't even think I have the Blu-ray. I think I still have the DVD, too. Uh, I've always really liked this movie. I was just kind of in the mood for that dorky Spader and kick-ass Kurt Russell. Yeah, I want to watch this. Dan, this is a hell of a picture, sir. I think Still you holds should... up? Oh, this is a good, this is a good-ass movie. I think you should... And it would be perfect wife material. Um, cool mystery and science fiction and the effects are good and the score is good. The acting's great. Um, there's a couple of side military dudes that are dicks and it's like, why? Like you, nobody would act that way. I don't think it was just a couple of lines where you're like, settle down, just settle down. Uh, but other than that, it's a pretty damn good movie. And a lot of practical effects too, as far as the creatures on the, uh, uh, other planet, Giant models of the uh, spaceship coming down on the pyramid. I mean, you can tell that's not CGI. They weren't at that place at that time. Also has some good CGI stuff with the Stargate. Um, it's a good-ass movie. Maybe Emmerich's best? 
Maybe we have to do an Emmerich oh, top wow. ten. Oh, wow. Really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, next up, RoboCop 2 and RoboCop 3. I haven't watched these in quite a long time, and I caught a couple snippets of RoboCop the other day, like on Pluto or something, and I didn't watch the whole movie, because I've seen that movie. I know that movie. But 2 and 3, I haven't seen them near as much. Let's check out part 2. And this is a, this is a damn good movie. I, I don't think it's not as good as RoboCop, because RoboCop is, takes itself more seriously. Uh, but this one... I mean, RoboCop has its comedy, obviously, but this one has, oh, they're falling off the roof and it's like, you know, making goofy cartoon noises. It's like, all right, you just sucked all the drama out of that. Uh, (laughs) Little things like that. But it still has a healthy amount of gore and it's got a cool ass practical effects robot that he's got to fight and seems hopeless. At one point they chop him into bits and throw him out of a car, which is really weird. You've got this animatronic him just like, it was was creepy. I liked it. Uh, What was that guy's name again? I, I, he's great. Peter Weller? No, um, the bad guy, the guy that he was in house of the devil. I, he's such a creepy. Yes. Yes. Not Peter Stormare. He's he's Constantine. Uh, um, that there's going to be another Constantine movie he posted about. Cool. Supposedly. Well, anyway. while you think of it and come up with the name RoboCop Three, this one is always kind of the Godfather Three of the bunch, where it's like, eh. I always remember thinking, eh, and you know, eh. <laughs> it's okay. This time around, I was like, I don't hate it. I'm not bored. It's in the background for the most part because there's a lot more talking than normal. It's not Peter Weller, so it's a little odd. The guy tries. The guy does fine, but it's not Peter Weller. And uh, at the end, he flies around, and that looks cool. Uh, I like that part. More of that, please. Less of the talking. But, uh, yeah, they did what they did. So it's, yeah, Godfather 3. That's what it is. (laughs) Tom Noonan, by the way, was the... Yes. Tom Noonan. Okay, back to you. Uh, okay. Um, Hell House, LLC. The director's cut is now on Amazon Prime. Well, you know there's it, like three of those now. Have you watched the sequels? I did. I sure did. <laughs> Should have thrown these my way on the roulette. I did, actually. And you refused to pick... Yes, I did. Oh, yes, I did. That's debatable. No, it's not. Um, I have the notes right here. And uh, Hell House LLC. For <laughs> it's recorded for all time on the yeah. internet. <laughs> From 2015, uh, five years after an unexplained malfunction causes the death of 15 tourgoers and staff on the opening night of Halloween Haunted House Tour, a documentary crew travels back to the scene of the tragedy to find out what really happened. This is a really, really good movie and incredibly scary and unnerving with a very, very low budget. Uh, I would actually pick this one over Atticus Institute any day. Uh, man, this movie's scary. Just, ugh. Um, it, the less you know, the more, especially if you're going to watch all three of these, because this is actually very much a trilogy in that each one kind of leads into the next, and there's clues through each one that tie into the next one and the next one, which I do appreciate, uh, and I'll quick touch on parts two and three. One is by far the best. Um, man, 
crazy scary clown things in this movie. Oh, um, I like the fact that this is a found footage movie, but I like that um, they really go for it towards the end with not much money, and it 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 works. Normally, it wouldn't work, but I you're you're invested in the characters enough to where. You want to see what happens and you don't hate them. The director's cut, I did watch the original version a couple of years ago and I quite liked it, but the director's cut, I, it's definitely better. It actually, it, it's, I don't know which version I watched. Did you watch Hell House? Yeah. Oh. The first one. Okay. Well, it, this one here, uh, fleshes out a little bit better as to why they would stay in the house. There's a couple things in it that I'm like, okay, I, get it a little bit more because otherwise I'm like get, get out of the house get out go but yeah, there's reasons reasons which leads us to Hell House LLC 2 the Abaddon Hotel uh, my biggest complaint this is a scary movie too uh, not quite as scary as the first one but my biggest complaint with this one is the acting the actors and I the movie felt rushed and I don't, I don't know if it was or not but there's some of uh, some of the actors are and it just comes off as acting and f- emoting whereas the first one it felt legit like these are real people uh but when the scares do show up in part 2 they are well earned and it is really really creepy um it expands on this whole mythology of the Abaddon hotel which i quite like um but yeah it's a step down from the first one still quite watchable and then Hell House LLC 3, Lake of Fire. Uh, by far the least of the bunch and the least scary, but the acting improved in this one. So I like that, but I, other than maybe one scene, I was never that scared in this movie. Nah. It, it was almost like they set so much up with the first two movies that the third one, it's like, okay, now we have to answer all these questions. And it just felt like, Honestly, this one here felt a lot more fantasy than trying to be really, really scary. Uh, but they wrap it up quite well. In fact, it's they wrap it up to where I'm like, now that was a very inventive way to tie all three of these together and make you kind of want to go back and watch the first two again to pick up the little pieces along the way that they're uh, they're giving you to how this thing is going to wrap up. But I quite I thought it was cool. I, I liked that. All three of these movies are good, but. Each one gets a little bit worse, I guess, and but they're all very watchable. I just, I really wish, with the improved acting in 3, I really, really wish that they would have made the movie scarier. But it seemed like they were just really focusing on a lot of plot and having to wrap up this, what's really going on in this haunted house, why is the house haunted, what's all that and the, stuff. Are, is 2 and 3 in the same house, the same building? All three of them are. Wow. But not yeah. the same crew, right? No, no, but and it's cool how they how they keep going from crew to crew or like film crew and it it ties together. I mean, I what's his name? Stephen Cognetti, he directed all three of them and he does a very very good job of linking all three of the movies together. It's just it's odd, especially part 2. It's odd to where you have pretty darn good acting in 1 and 3, but for some reason 2 like Oh man, what happened there? If you'd have got a couple better actors, that would have been really damn good. Cause that thing's scary too. Is, whew, but the acting just brings it down. But then they, it picks back up in part three. So I, I don't know. But anyway, for a low budget movie, 
all for low budget movies, they're all well made, and I really applaud this director. Like, I don't think they had much to work with, and they, I mean, it was like 2015, 2018, 2019. So boom, boom, boom. So anyway, cool. there you go. Oh, I just got a notification from the high school that as of Thursday oh, they'll be shutting, going full homeschooling. Oh, good. So you're. All three kids. There you go. Yep. Well, at least that will help with the small ones, because she was still going. It was just the elementary that shut down. Because they had four cases there, they just confirmed five cases at the high school, and one at the middle school. Wildfire. It is spreading like wildfire down here. Is that how that... Is it going like that everywhere, or is it just really picking back up again, but... Uh, yes. It's... It's picking... It's still kind of climbing, but mostly in red state rural areas. Because it's masks. a hoax. Yeah. Because it's, and they still aren't doing it. Yep. Okay, a couple other rewatches here. First up, you know who Mike Nichols is. I'm going to see if you can guess what movie this is uh, by telling you who worked on it. Mike Nichols? Doesn't ring a bell. Oh, I think he made Mud and uh, oh, that oh, Midnight yeah. movie. Uh, Midnight where, Special. Yeah. He's made it. He's had quite a career. Give me shelter or something shelter. Yeah, I think. I think. Uh, this was written by J.J. Abrams before he was a director. Starring Harrison Ford and Annette Bening. Music by Hans Zimmer. Released in 91. Hmm? Frantic? That's a good guess, but no. I think Frantic was... Wasn't that directed by, uh... Oh, who was that directed? Rapey, that was an, that rapey, was an 80s movie. Rapey French guy, wasn't it? Roman Polanski? Yeah. Maybe. The, um... Mosquito Coast? No. Another fine guess. Man, Harrison Ford? <laughs> and, and that, I mean, that's a pretty... I, I would bet money you haven't seen this movie. And that's okay. But you should at some point. Uh, regarding Henry. Oh, You've talked about this movie already. I think I have, but I haven't seen it in a while, and it popped up on something, and I caught the majority of it. And I was like, you know, I just... Damn it, like the Mosquito Coast, I just like this movie. It's not the happiest of times, but it's such good acting, and such good writing, and such an interesting twist at the end that even I didn't see coming. I was like, oh, that... Wow, okay. And... It, it ends in a great way, eventually, but it's just such a interesting, weird, unusual movie. Just not the kind of thing you see every day. And and that's why I like that movie. I would like Steven's review of that movie. Uh, actually, TJ's too. And yours. I, I think that... I think, I think you would be reserved on the first watch, but I think a week after the first watch, you go, I'm still kind of thinking about that movie. <laughs> so... Good plot twists in there and interesting ideas. Uh, very J.J. Abrams. You can see the uh, what's to come with him uh, as far as his writing style. Some good stuff. Uh, next up. Shoot, I didn't have the time to get this one up. Busy with school stuff. Oh, and let me guess. You're not going to like this one either. That's not what I wanted. Disambiguous, you son of a bitch. There we go. Uh, now... As anybody that listens to this show knows, we're not terribly big on romantic comedy kind of stuff. 
I've only got a handful of them in my collection, and most of the ones I have, I, as I was have been kind of on this kick of these kinds of movies, I was like, huh, I think that's a really romantic movie. I really like it. And I'm like, I like that one, too. It's very romantic. I like it. And then I realize, boy, all of my romantic movies are depressing ass. <laughs> People die, like, but they're like real life. That's why I enjoy them so much more than the, he sent me an email, oh, and then, oh, you know, or the, what do most romantic comedies do? The guy comes and bursts down the door and I must have you and ruins the wedding and they run off and it's, everybody's like, ah, and the music swells. In real life, you get tackled inside the door because you're a <laughs> fucking psychopath. You know what I mean? Yeah. I hate that shit. That drives me nuts. Uh, but... Movies about real life tend to involve death, and this is another fine example of that from 2006, Catch and Release. Hmm. Uh, have you seen this one by any chance? I have Probably. not, uh-uh. Okay. Nope. Uh, this is written by Susan Grant, starring Jennifer Garner, Timothy Olyphantastic, Kevin Smith, Sam Yeager, and Juliette Lewis. So, yeah, the way this movie starts off is a funeral, where the Jennifer Garner... 2006 Jennifer Garner is at the funeral of her uh, fiance and catches Ola Fantastic having sex with some waitress in the bathroom. Okay. And that's how the movie starts. And she lives with her uh, fiance's best friend and Kevin Smith. And they just asked him to be an actor in this. He didn't write it. He didn't have anything to do with the production. They just wanted him to act. He's like, I can't act. They're like, it'll be fine. All right, whatever the shit. And so he goes up there and mostly Kevin Smith's it. But he's a little more of a depressive person, but he's he's a he's a Chad. He's our Chad in this movie, very much so. <laughs> uh and it's you know, it's got a lot of funny parts, it's got some heartwarming parts, it's got some parts that are like, "Oh man, that sucks." But you know what? They're real. They feel real. It's like that's how real people act. They get upset at things. They react poorly when you're an idiot. And, you know, so I just, I to tell the truth, I started watching this movie. I watched about an hour of it. And then my wife came in and sat down. And she's like, why are you watching this without me? And I'm like, have you even seen this movie? She's like, I think one time, but this is interesting. I'd like to watch it from the beginning. Started it over. Watched the whole thing. Again. Oh. And you know what? It was fine. I still, I still dig it. I own this one on DVD, but I... I think it was on Amazon Prime or something. Uh, but anyway, if, uh, I don't know, if you're in the mood for something like that ever, uh, uh, give that one a shot. I know, I don't know how to do. Uh, budget, 25 million, box office, 16. Not so good. Reception. Panned by critics, 4.5 out of 10. 21%. Of course they didn't like it. But I'm sure they give Sleepless in Seattle a fucking 10. Oh, or probably, yeah. Some garbage like that. I don't know. Maybe Sleepless in Seattle is good. I haven't seen it. But, uh, you know, you know the kind of rom-coms I'm talking about. I, I do. I, oh, fuck, I hate that shit. Or, like, uh, I watched Vanilla, Vanilla Sky again, just because it popped up on whatever. Would you consider that a romance? I think that's a very romantic movie. Hmm. It is fucking depressing. Oh, very, very. Yeah. And, actually, the next day I got up and clicked on it and watched the ending again, like from the rooftop, from tech support. I just wanted to watch that scene again. And it's a question, it has questionable morals and ethics for sure, 
But if you just look at, at it from a certain point of view of that he never saw Sophia again after that one unfortunate you got too drunk night, it's not that big a deal. It's not like he was raping anybody or anything. Was he a little shitty to what's her name? Yes, but again, it's ah, getting derailed. But yes, I went on a little bit of a rabbit trail of what I consider romantic movies, and they all involve people dying. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> or science That's fiction. Okay. <laughs> Um, okay, that's probably going to be it for me. Uh, let's do Coming Soon and Wrap Up. Uh, well, I have one more to review. All right, all right. Just because it was fresh in my brain from last night. We are in the Weaver household. Christmas has begun. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> um, <clears throat> oh, shit. Uh, I've left a Fresh okay. in the brain, eh? Just Hold like on, the, I gotta go check like, the oven. If Joni is delivering popcorn with the Cub Scouts, and I left the stove on. There wow. he goes. There he goes. Ah, oh, what the hell should I talk about? So, Vanilla Sky. I yeah, I I've I've always been a defender of that movie, but man, I, I really like that movie. And no, no offense to Abros Los Ajos or whatever the original is called. I own that one on DVD too. It's also very good. They're practically the same movie to me. The one just has a bigger budget and a little more special effects. Still both good. What else have I been watching? Where am I? Let's go. Um, nah, I want to talk about those a little bit more. Talk about football, since he's not here. So, this will be funny. So, they just needed to get a first down. That's all they needed to do to end the game. Crying out loud. Football? <laughs> hey, what Nick Chubb did at the end of that game was fucking metal. He could have run for a touchdown, but instead at the one-yard line, after running 50 yards, he ran out of bounds to stop the clock. Then all they had to do was take a knee. If he had gotten a touchdown, then they would have had time on the clock and could have gone for more points. But but he sacrificed his own personal points for the team. That was awesome. Teamwork. Nate? Just like this show. Oh, okay, yeah, Okay, so baby. now it's time for Eugene to review... <clears throat> Jingle Jangle, a Christmas story, or journey, sorry, Christmas journey. Um, uh, so, yeah, so the decorations are up in the house. By the way, this is November 16th that we're recording. So the decorations are up, the mistletoe is hung, the candy canes floating in the air and up my ass, and it's it's on. The batteries are dying. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's... um. It's it's official Christmas in the Weaver household. So last night, let's start with a Christmas movie. So there's a new one on Netflix called Jingle Jangle, a Christmas Story. Oh, no more texts, please. Um, I'm gonna sing the uh, the synopsis here because it's a musical. An imaginary world comes to life in a holiday tale of an eccentric toy maker. His adventurous granddaughter and a magical invention that has the power to change their lives forever. So that's what it's about. Um, <clears throat> Forrest Whitaker is in this and uh, uh, Keegan Michael Key is in this. And it is a magical, whimsical uh, musical, two hours long. About are you listening at all? Are you seem like you're just scrolling the internet? Oh, it's now you know how I feel for three hundred episodes. Ah. I'm talking about whatever I, you're singing songs over here, and 
I, it's I, interesting. All I can say is if I was an actor and I was offered a Christmas movie, I would do it because everybody watches Christmas movies every year for the rest of their lives. I don't care how shitty a Christmas movie it is. There's somebody who it's their favorite Christmas movie and it'll get pulled up and you'll get another 50 cent check every year. Mm-hmm. Oh, we'll be watching this one every year along with the 30 other movies we're going to watch. Am I listening? I, am I listening? I'm barely. Utterly um, disinterested, but I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm doing research for the show and getting uh, my coming soon ready. But go um, on, keep telling me about Forrest Whitaker. I wish that you'd watch this. I would. No. L- oh, fuck oh. no. Oh, please! Like the no. guys that were that are tied to the chair and the thing during the during the the blood, the you know, and just tied to this fucking chair. That's what I want you to be. I want you to be tied to that fucking chair no. for two hours, just all Stanley Kubrick. Eyes peeled open. Just, I'll be there to put the little drops in your eyes. As, <laughs> you would too. Oh, oh. And singing and whimsical and so yeah, it's a roller coaster of emotions and everything comes together in the end. Lots of hugging and dancing and actually floating in the air. There's some floating, floating going actually, on there. Actually, you know what? I'm glad that you have to watch Christmas movies all through December. Wow. Yeah, that's yeah, that's my that's my horror thon for you. Ah. Enjoy, enjoy. Uh, and then on top of this, I get, I, you know, I have my own that I want to watch, and so it just makes for like literally a month and a half of just, just Christmas schmaltz just shoved up my ass. Oh, that, and I, seriously, half the movies on the list you sent me, no, no. I, you should though. No, I take my annual elf beating and let's move on. Ah, the Christmas story, Christmas vacation. I have never seen Christmas story. I, I've said it like the last three years on this show that this is the year I'm going to do it. And it's I, it's right there. I'm looking at it. It's right there. Maybe this year is the year it'll happen, but I feel like I shouldn't. I know it's going to happen this year. Elf. Well, that's a given. I'm watching this. No. And you are watching this because <sighs> we made a deal. <laughs> Jingle jangle my ass. <laughs> We made a deal last year, don't you remember? Uh-huh. What were you going to watch? Your four-hour bullshit of the same story that's been told 57 times. Oh, that's right. Okay, I'm trading I'll take that up. for a Bill Murray movie. Yeah, but from the 80s. And... Oh, yeah, you're not a big fan of the 80s. <laughs> oh, you're such an ass. So if there's any question that you have about Jingle Jangle Christmas Journey... By the way, Journey is the daughter's name in the movie. So it's actually about her and her journey. It's it's twofold. We get journey as in a whimsical journey, and then we get journey the character. So it's a very cool play on words for the title, and bravo, bravo. My dog is sneezing because he's allergic to your bullshit. <laughs> Settle down, oh, Settle if somehow I could slither in you into watching that movie. Man. This is what makes me happy that you live the distance away from me so that we can't be close friends, friends. Because then your wife might influence my wife into shit, and then I would have to watch it. So mm-hmm. they can start their own podcast if they want. Mm-hmm. Just leave me out of it. <laughs> I'm trying to think of any other Christmas movies that we do every year. We don't do... Christmas Vacation every year because I've watched that movie about eight times at least, and it gets less funny every time I watch it. I don't know about you. Do you still think it's like as funny as ever? It depends on how much I'm drinking. <laughs> <laughs> That's a no. <laughs> 
It's got its moments. It's got a... The, the sled thing is one of the funniest things that Chevy Chase has ever done. Emptying the shitter, Clark. <laughs> I'm like, well, that's an EPA violation in big time. <laughs> like... I just slump it off. It's no oh, big deal. Oh, the dog barfing under the table and... Oh, the cat got electrocuted. Ha 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 ha. Yeah, yeah. Great times. Great yeah. times. Krampus, though, you like you. Yeah, I like Krampus. I own that on Blu-ray. And that was very, better the second time than the first. That was a very good fantasy. I remember well, science fiction. <laughs> now, we were talking about Christmas movies. Schmaltzy. We're not talking about our Christmas. Our Christmas movies rock. Yeah. But, oh, what else? Grinch or Dr. Seuss Grinch. All these Lifetime originals, too. Oh, Ugh. I'm not kidding. I would leave the room. I don't make you watch horror movies. You can't make me... No. At a certain point, no. <laughs> oh, and she, like, right now, my wife's favorite Christmas movie is Christmas Chronicles. She loves Christmas Chronicles. She watched it, I think, twice last year. That's the one with Kurt, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, another one I would do want to get checked off this year is another VHS I picked up. Uh, where is it? Santa Claus the movie? Did you ever see that one? Mm-mm. I've never seen that one. That's another one that you should check out. It's funny. As I recall from the 80s. What about uh, the one with Tim Allen, the, the, the Santa Claus? See, now I watched that a couple of times back when it came out. I was younger man then, and I thought it was funny. And then we watched it a couple years ago, a few years ago with the kids. Horrendous. I, <laughs> I, I hated it. It was not funny. It Oh, I hated that movie. Santa Claus the movie, huh? Never seen it. You should I've look never that seen one up. that one. That's another... That was that was Elf before Elf, as I recall it. Huh. On oh, a nativity story, that that one. What is that? Um, that's the nativity story. That's the live action. This Mary Joseph Jesus. Every year, baby. No, thank you. No, thank you. Yeah. Oh, what else? And then I've got my. The know. Legend of Santa Claus is put in jeopardy when an unscrupulous toy manufacturer attempts to take over Christmas. But 80s style, Dudley Moore, John Lithgow. I remember that being good, but who knows? Yeah, you remember those Dudley Moore 80s comedies. Yep, yep. You could get away with so much more shit back then. That was not appropriate. Uh, Yeah, I guess that's my coming soon. I I mean, in in a month. Yeah. Oh, not me. It's... We are... We are starting now. Well, since I picked, or since I have a VHS for the roulette, what always happens when I put one in, I'm like, oh, yes, I love this shit. I love how this looks. And then I just go on a tear and watch three or four of them. So who only knows what I'm going to pull out of this stack? Uh, There's some comedies in here I haven't seen. Uh, Valley Girl with Nicolas Cage. Are you familiar with that film? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I haven't seen it, but I know it. I've never seen it, but a lot of people love it. Uh... Ooh, look at all that Chuck Norris down there. Oh, shit. Yeah, we'll get some. You're talking like old school, like good guys wear black. Oh, the Hitman, and... Hero and the Terror. Octagon. Oh, yeah. Messenger of Death. We got some, that's not Chuck Norris. Murphy's that's Law. That's Charles Bronson. Yeah, that's Bronson. We got a bunch of Bronson. Assassination. Delta Force 1 and 2. Oh, good shit. If it works. <laughs> yeah. What about you? Anything oh. else? Just Christmas movies? No, well, and then I got a couple movies from Severin, uh, Patrick Still Lives, um, oh, what else? Uh, and then my Vinegar Syndrome. The Patrick oh, this movies? Is the, well, there's, there's, there's a remake, and then there's an original, and then there's this weird Italian one that's mushed in the middle there. I haven't seen that one yet. Okay. 
Uh, but there, I guess, Vinegar Syndrome came in. Who done it? Cemetery of Terror, Rest in Pieces, uh, Necromancer. I think I watched Necromancer already. Yeah, I think you have. Uh, oh, and I got a couple Kino uh, Blu-rays. One uh, is from John Rollin, The Grapes of Death. He's a French filmmaker, and I've always wanted to see a French movie about zombies from the 70s. So I'm looking forward to that one. Baby Blood. Do you ever watch Baby Blood? Not that I know of. It's a French uh, French movie about this lady that's that's uh, pregnant with this alien, and the alien like the whole movie is the alien talking to her through her you know she, subconsciously, and so she just starts murdering the shit out of all sorts of French dudes. And I, I remember would, quite like watch that. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean it was like tons of nudity and tons of gore. But I haven't seen it. It was on sale for like seven or eight bucks. And so I'm like, okay, time for me to give Baby Blood a rewatch. <laughs> well, it ain't like your shelves are not already packed full of garbage oh, you hate. Oh, so. oh and I also I also got uh, Devilfish. Not the Mystery Science Theater version. No, this is the legit blue. I'm like, why? Why did I buy this? It, does it have, by any chance, does it have the Italian actual dialogue or... With subtitles, no, or no, it's no, all, no, it's, that's it's pure English dub, baby. Yeah, and it's like an hour and 33 minutes. I'm like, oh, like this feels like it's going to be way longer than the Mystery Science Theater It version. is, because they cut those down for commercials. So it's going to be hopefully okay. It's not. It's not. <laughs> the whole time you're going to be wishing that you'd be watching the MST3K version, because uh-huh. that's one of the, like, top ten for me. Oh, yeah, but yeah, there's no... Mystery Science Theater not included in this one, but look it how American I am with my oh. jeans and my hat. Oh, and it's yeah, it's gonna look good though. It'll look real clean. <laughs> Code red, folks. All right, anything, we got to wrap up. Anything else you want to add for this episode? Um, no, I, no, we bitched about Trump and kids are out selling cookies or not cookies, popcorn and. Just spreading the COVID right around. Yeah, I was just—I texted my wife. I'm like, uh, like ah, I don't really like them going to random strangers' neighbor, you know, random people's houses, and eh, it'll be fine. Fine. I'll see. You, see you at the funeral. Yeah, I don't because it's like ever since they left, I'm like, I'm not liking that. Not liking that. Well, we just avoid it as much as we can, but around here we're just we have it's going to be much more painful if we don't. Like dying will be better, I think. And real quick, like how is how do you think Walmart and Roadies? Like how are the places down there? Like are they they go back and forth as the uh, governor mandates? And I think right now it's masks are mandatory, and somebody stands there by the door with a box of masks and uh, the spritzy shit, and. You're like, okay, cool. And I walk in with my mask and they're eyeballing everybody. And then I go into the store and walk around and at least 50% of the people aren't wearing masks. Oh my. Wow. I mean, and that includes the Amish. Half of them are and half aren't. But. Yeah. You got angry rednecks stomping around and they glare at you for wearing a mask. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I I did get a message from the uh, Mexican place down here. Yeah. Uh, and they said that moving forward, you will have to have masks to come in and get food. And we have to. If we don't, they're going to shut us down. So just fucking do it. Good. Thank you. Yeah. I, that's why I support your business. Angry rednecks, though. <laughs> <laughs> Freedom. Oh, it's being impinged. 
Im- yeah. or impugned. I don't know what the word is. We were actually we were at Fisher Foods, which is kind of the local yokel grocery store up here early this morning. Like, let's get groceries early before you know. And it was a there was a decent amount of people there, but even there. That's where a little bit more of the older crowd goes, and a lot of them are, oh, I don't tell me to wear a mask, but everybody was masked, masked up in there. Uh, and like with Walmart down here, it just, it fluctuates with the governor's orders. If it loosens up a little bit, then you got 10% of people wearing masks. Oh, if it tightens geez. up a little bit, then they'll go up to 50. But the people at the door, they don't actually yell at anybody. They just go like, hey, masks, and the people just storm on by. And they're just like, oh, what are you going to do? Yeah. Yeesh. Well, at I least mean, we, once we drive half an hour north to Aldi, everybody's masked, or at yeah. least ninety percent, and the other ten percent walk around. Yeah, pissed off. They're pissed. Ah, now I'm getting pissed. Let's be done. We started a little too happy, so let's I know. go ahead and pissed. Yeah, yeah. All right, goodbye. Go fuck yourself. listening. Hey, if you want to get a hold of the Movie Freaks, you can get a hold of us facebook.com backslash Movie Freaks Pod on Twitter at Movie Freaks Pod. Drop us an email, moviefreakspod at yahoo.com. Intro music was public domain by www.rutgermuller.nl.